0: Take it from me, you guys are not going to want to miss the party of the summer. It's Rocklahoma. It's back in prior Labor Day weekend, September 1st through 3rd. And it's going to feature acts like Warrant, LA Guns, Bullet Boys, Godsmack, Chevelle, Daughtry, Skid Row, Limp Bizkit, Bush, Theory of a Dead Man, Asking Alexandria, Kicks, Pantera, Rob Zombie, Corey Taylor, and many, many more. Go to rocklahoma.com right now to get your weekend passes and keep listening to On The Road To Rock with me, Clint Schweitzer to learn how you can win two weekend passes for the whole weekend of Rock, Oklahoma. Stay tuned.
1: What's up everybody, it's John Bush from Armored Saints sitting here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You are on the road to rock.
0: Hi everyone, this is Eric Martin, the lead singer for the band Mr. Big and you are On
1: The Road To Rock with Clint Schweitzer. So much man i i love talking about the things that i love clint and for you to allow me to do it with you god bless you god bless the heart man. Bl- god bless america
0: you are now on the road to rock it's not just a podcast it's an unabashed celebration of rock's living legends and now please welcome your host the master of your rock and roll road trip leading you down the highway to hell clint Schweitzer. Welcome one and all. You are on the road to rock. I'm your host, Clint Switzer. Thank you so much for being a part of everything we do as we are now off and running into the month of October or Rocktober as I always call it. The leaves are changing. The weather's getting cool. Football season's going on. You're planning your next Halloween party. You're going to haunted houses. This is a great time of year. You're going to bonfires and if you're me, you're cracking open a pumpkin beer here or there. I know not everybody enjoys... The pumpkin beer quite like I do. But that's okay. There's always still time. If you ever want to try one, my favorite one is called Imperial Pumpkin Smasher. Try that if you're at your uh, local Wine and Spirits. Just look for Imperial Pumpkin Smasher and enjoy. I love this time of year. It's the fall. You know, the summer tours have kind of wound down, but there's still live shows going on. There's still concerts to look forward to and to attend. And on here, on the show and on the road to rock, the hits... Just keep on coming, as this week, I'm going to be joined by none other than Jackal frontman Jesse James Dupree, who has announced the release of a new studio album called Breathing Fire. It's planned for global release on November 10th. Just recently, he released the lead track entitled Never Gets Old, co-written with ACDC's Brian Johnson. The recording features Jesse with his son Nigel on drums and Jackal bandmate and guitarist Roman Glick on... The track, which is a great song, go check out the lyric video to Jesse James Dupree. Never gets old. Search it on YouTube and you can find out how you can scan the QR code in the video to win a trip to Daytona for two. I mean, how cool is that? Jesse James Dupree always kind of on the uh, on the forefront of this stuff. We're going to talk about Jackal's early days. You know, Kansas City was a very important town for Jackal. That's where I live here in Kansas City, Missouri. So Jackal coming up. They played one of the first Rock Fest events. Uh, Jesse's always been good friends with uh, our local uh, rock DJ on 98.9, Johnny Dare. So you've seen Jackal, and they're actually coming to Kansas City uh, December 16th. When we recorded the interview, that date had not yet been announced. But Jackal, breaking news, Kansas Cityans, is going to be here at the Uptown Theater uh, I believe on December the 16th. So uh, definitely uh, looking to getting tickets to that and just uh, following everything that Jesse James Dupree does. If you want to check out some of his spirits, go to Jesse That's where you've got the Jesse James American outlaw, Tennessee whiskey. You've got the honey, you've got the spiced and you've got the bourbon. Go check it out. And if you're ever uh, in just about any, you know, liquor or spirits, uh, store near you, you can find Jesse James Spears. Now, I got to be honest about something. Uh, it was an interview, which, and I, we, first off, I, I've got to say that I'm always appreciative of getting the time from anyone that does this show. That goes without saying, I love these bands. These musicians are a part of my life, and the songs are the reason that I'm here. Um, I'm 39 years old, and I started interviewing bands and musicians back in like 2013 when I started my uh, Starcade Media Company, which is uh, our website, is starcademedia.com. It's where we do sports, uh, things we like, nostalgia, music. It's all there, but that's the larger umbrella to which everything we do. And, and I wanted to interview rock stars that I liked, and and to talk about, you know, to talk about uh, projects they have, and that's always been very important to me. And I think uh, Mike Tramp was actually our very first guest ever. Uh, Ryan Roxy from Alice Cooper was right there at the beginning, as was Jeff Pilson, who's been on the show multiple times. Uh, this is the first time ever interviewing Jesse James Dupree. I've seen Jacko live countless times. They're, like I said, a Kansas City staple, always playing in or around Kansas City. And you know, coming up whenever I was in you know, in high school, into my 20s, into college, I saw Jacko lots of times live at the old Beaumont Club. I saw him at a Freaker's Ball event. At the uh, T Bone Stadium here, and I've seen him at various locations throughout Kansas City, and I've always appreciated what Jackal is. I mean, Jesse James Dupree's over the top. You know the stick, you know the the stool, the sawing of the stool, and and all the things that that Jackal's about. I will say that this was probably not the most um, fun or exciting interview that Jesse. Has ever done? I mean, it, it, at times it kind of seemed like Jesse was not into it, and hey, part of that is probably on me to really bring it and to not just you know I try to bring something new to interviews and and make it different and make it fun for the guests. Usually that happens. Very rare is there an interview where it's like, oh, that didn't go well. I wouldn't even say that this doesn't go well. It's just a little. I don't know, it's a little drab. Like it seemed uh, like Jesse didn't warm up to me very much at the beginning. I think that by the end he was kind of more into it, but and that happens. For one, for these guys, you know, doing these interviews and and talking about their albums, I mean, it can be tedious, it can be laborious and, you know, I've never met Jesse before, so he didn't know who I was. I'm not placing blame on him or saying that he should be ridiculed for this in any way. I'm just saying that the interview you're about to hear was maybe not like the most over-the-top exciting, it's like didn't quite meet my expectations because I've heard Jesse interviewed by Johnny Dare so many times here, and anyway, I'm just kind of going off on a tangent, Uh, all that to say that I appreciate Jesse for doing the show, for coming on here, spending the time, but we had 30 minutes allotted, and I only did like 22 minutes because it just seemed like uh, that Jesse was kind of wished to be elsewhere, and I, that's okay, that's no problem. I'm not my doing my podcast, doing my show is not the be all end all. I realize that it's not like doing Eddie Trunk or something like that or a big giant national stage. I totally understand that. And I just I'm still appreciative of the time that Jesse gave us and for being able to have him on for the first time here on the road to rock. So let's just go with that. Keep it positive. And without further ado, let's go to this week's interview. It is with Jackal frontman Jesse James Dupree. How you doing? There he is right there, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse James Dupree, welcome to On the Road to Rock. How the
1: hell are you, sir? <laughs> just waking up every day and taking a big bite out of life's ass, just like you.
0: Okay, well, you got to know something right now. You're on a Kansas City based show here, and this is not Johnny Dare. I don't know if how this is going to work for you, man. Are you going to be able to live in this world
1: today? I think I can handle <laughs> it. Brother Johnny's a, he definitely, I take a bullet for that guy. He's, he's a good friend.
0: And you guys go way back here. Kansas City, I mean this is where I discovered Jackal you guys played. I think at the second ever Rockfest here. That uh in
1: 1993, true. man. And they pushed uh, they pushed uh, the that there's so much rain and while we were playing, you know, they were expecting a couple of thousand people and we had like 10,000 show up. And they and it was down at that lake. I forget. I don't know what lake it was, but it was in a lake. And they pushed the stage out from underneath the light rig. They were pushing us back. I had to stop the song and ask people to take some steps back because the st- the stage was moving while we was. I mean, it was, it was a high class problem to have that everybody came out. But I think the crowd actually spilled If I remember correctly, the crowd spilt over into the graveyard. There was a graveyard next to there. I think. I think that was you know, Smithville
0: Lake. lake yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's a great or something like that. And, but yeah, just what a, what a crazy day. And, and then we started the Aerosmith tour the very next day. Uh, we were uh, uh, like over in Topeka or something.
0: Wow. You guys, it was just like nonstop back then. It just seems like that's what Jackal lived in you and the Woodstock gig is insane. And you just, that's just what Jackal was synonymous with back then. Yeah. And You guys just were not like the bands of the time. Like you look at the other rock fest around then and it was always, you know, the the bands that were coming out in the 90s, but you guys were so different. And But some bands didn't want to have you on their tours. Like you had Aerosmith, but Bon Jovi's like said no, right? Uh, Leonard Skinner said no.
1: No, well, we were out with Skinner. Skinner asked us to leave because they thought we were offending half of their audience because we were playing She Loves My Cock. And and it came down to us being told what we could and couldn't play, and so we said thank you. We'll go ahead and leave. And um, and then um, Bon Jovi offered us the slot on that tour, and we said no to that. And then um, and then Aerosmith. We were out with Aerosmith for about two years. So that worked.
0: You found a band that you could coexist with a little bit.
1: Well, we found a ba- you know We found a band. Uh, Joe Perry. Uh, Joe Perry was the reason why we were out with him because he—I I didn't know at first, but at, at, about a year or so into the tour, I found out that the reason they kept us out there was because of Joe. Amazing!
0: This the legacy lives on. You guys got a bunch of shows coming up, but Jesse, we got to talk about your latest single, and man, it's a banger! Uh, never gets old. And there's, if you check out the lyric video, I want to urge everyone to do it. Scan the QR code. You could win a trip to Daytona just from watching this damn lyric video that's got yeah. hidden meanings. It's got hidden fonts from every band known to man. If you can get all 30, you might just win more than that trip, man. I yeah, mean, I'm having a trouble, having a hard time figuring out every little reference and every little font. I'm trying to piece it together, yeah. man. This is badass shit. 30, 30, 35
1: of them. 35. Yeah bands that are represented in the lyrics and in, in the fonts that we use for the lyric video. And so you can hit the QR code and register to win the trip. And if you win the trip, we will check and see if you've named the bands correctly. And if you've named all 35 of them that we pay tribute to, then you get a bonus check of $1,000.
0: Not bad. I might need a little help. There's a few that I'm like struggling with. This is a great song. You and Brian Johnson teaming up on this one. It's got AC/DC written all over it. And what I heard was you've been listening to a lot of ACDC lately and you're like, I got to knock this out. So is yeah, that, yeah, I, don't yeah.
1: It's like, I, I went by. you know, I don't know. When was the last time you went and listened to a full album from front to back?
0: I do it yeah. here and there, maybe, you know.
1: Yeah. Maybe you do it all the time. For what I do. I felt guilty because I had not done that. And, uh, and, um, and so I went and listened to high voltage and I listened to high voltage actually twice and from front to back. And then I listened to highway to hell. And then I listened to back in black. And then I just went to dinner and forgot about it. But the next day I woke up I had these ideas and and I was influenced. And uh, one thing led to my son walked in the door and he lives up in Nashville. I didn't expect him to be coming home. And I said, go lace up the drums. And then that happened. And then, and then three days after we recorded the stuff, Brian Johnson from ACDC called me and we wrote the lyrics. I mean, it just, none of it was planned. None of it.
0: Well, it, it it's so good. I, whenever you do something like this, uh, you know, and I, you've, done solo material over the years how do you differentiate this is a jesse james dupree song album versus this is a jackal song or album
1: well again if you know um this could have very well been stuff that we did with jackal it would have it would have sounded different and it would you know been different performances because everybody's got their own styles but uh, again this was not planned and so i didn't decide that this was not going to be a jackal i just Decided that I was having some fun in the studio with my son and my best friend Roman, and you know who plays bass in Jackal. And, yeah. and um, the next thing, you know, we ended up with. Some, I mean, that's the best music ever is is music that just organically happens.
0: And your this song, it sort of takes you on a roller coaster ride through your rock and roll influences. And I think that that's kind of what's important here. That's what stands out. And Brian, man, there's no one like him. A lot of people always say that like your voice reminds them of Brian, but man, Brian's getting ready to gear up they got acdc's got a show like next week i mean what the heck? this this dude's iconic legendary there's no one like him what's it like working with him and man it's going gr- to be great to see acdc back out there playing again
1: yeah well, i mean as you can imagine it's just it's an honor it's an honor to work with brian and and uh it, it doesn't it's not lost on me that you know nobody in acdc really ever works outside their band on anything so it's a big deal that he and i work together and write songs together and it's a lot of fun. I mean, and yeah, you know, people compare us, you know, uh, as far as the singing style. But um, um, at the same time, you know, when like unlocked and Loaded, you can hear how much we sound different. You know, I mean, he's uh, I, I appreciate the compliments, but I mean, Brian, there's only one Brian Johnson. I mean, he's, he's a badass. So the album
0: Breathing Fire it's coming out November 10th. So we got a little ways to wait on that one. But let's talk about it kind of how this song fits in with the rest of it and what people can expect as the November 10th starts rolling around, man.
1: Well, um um the record comes out November the 10th. You can go to jessiejamesdupree.com and you can get a limited vinyl. I just got the test pressing for the vinyl yesterday and it sounds really great. And um and so um we've got um we've got the record drops November the 10th uh, we're getting ready to, the second single will drop, you know, probably in another three or four weeks, uh, which is the title track off the album, Breathing Fire. Uh, right now you can check out Never Get Sold. It's available on all streaming platforms. Um, and um, it, I mean, it's a matter of fact, they just, you know, they the, the, the distributor called yesterday excited because the streaming numbers are like popping through the roof on it. So that's really cool.
0: Man, it's great stuff. Always great when you see, something new from you. You're (laughs) always out there. You've just become one of those bands. Jackal was always that band. You know, I live in Kansas City. So when you guys are around, when you're around doing your solo stuff, it just kind of goes hand in hand. We talked about some of the history, but man, it just like you could go see Jackal. You might see you at a big festival. It might be Rockfest. It might be the old Beaumont Club with blood spilling all over the ground. It may be the Full Throttle Saloon with Bill Goldberg introducing you. What is it? You guys celebrated your 30th anniversary last year. This band is iconic. It's everywhere. It is Americana. And you guys, you never know, you never know where you're going to be 30 years yeah. later, man. The importance is still there.
1: Yeah. We, I mean, we, uh, we, you know, we've been blessed to be able to, you know, do what we do. I mean, Jack we will be out, you know, we're, we're heading to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, the yeah. first thing tomorrow and we will be playing up there. And, uh, and then we've got, we got a whole run of dates that we're doing starting like right around the end of October. And we'll be on the tour bus heading up to the Midwest and such. And, um, stay tuned there. Hopefully will be the KC date before the end of the year, maybe. So we'll, we'll see. And, uh, but yeah, there's all, we, we stay, we stay moving forward and I'm going to find some time to do some, uh, some of these dates with Nigel and Roman as well for, with the solo record.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait to see that, uh, on into the next. I mean, obviously you guys released an album Jackal did back in like 22. So in a perfect world as you're heading into 23, 24, Is there, you got more planned for that more music or is it just see what comes tour dates and whatever happens, happens.
1: Yeah. What is, what I'd say, I mean, I've got right now, I mean, I do a lot of stuff, you know, I've got the liquor, I consult the Harley Davidson motor company. Um, I mean that it could all end tomorrow, but right now it's, uh, it's, it's going strong and having a blast doing it, but yeah. So, um, just, uh, just wake up every day and swing.
0: Jessejamesspirits.com. You mentioned it here in the Kansas city area. If you go to the uh, store locator on your website, it's all over the place. It's down the street here at the High V Wine and Spirits. It's everywhere. All your spirits are there, man. And just kind of talk about what that venture has been like for you. And you guys have so many different now offshoots. You got the American Outlaw Honey, the Spiced, the Honey, yeah.
1: It's and all uh, out and there. we got the, the. There's still some barrel strength as well in left in Kansas City, and Constantino's has got some in Ball's Foods, the the uh, hen Houses and Price Choppers, and. Uh, you know, th- those, those guys have always been great partners. Like say, Javi and, and, uh, God, I can't even name all the stores. But I appreciate yeah. all the stores in Kansas city that, that, that support the brand. And uh, yeah, we're just doing, uh, doing really well with it. It's been out for about seven, eight years now. And just, it's just keeps chugging along doing its thing. If you come across a bottle of the barrel strength, be sure and grab it. Cause it's great stuff.
0: Yeah. And I've not had the devil's devil Cinnamon sp- yet. Like that's kind of another partnership you have. What's it'll, the deal? It'll,
1: it'll, it'll, it, it, it'll set you alight. Well, that's I'm sure what it, I'm. It,
0: that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> it's
1: got some heat. It's got some, yeah, uh, uh, if you can't find it in store, there, just just uh, message us and let us know on the on the Facebook page or something. We uh we do a good job of tracking that stuff and making sure that people don't have a hard time finding it.
0: We'll talk about what it's like working with your son. Uh, I mean, Nigel. I've seen Nigel Dupree band open for Jackal on several occasions. He's gone on to do other things, other bands, other projects. Guy's a killer drummer. He's your son. What's that like, the dynamic there, working together, especially on a big-time song and an album like you've got coming up here?
1: Well, he, uh, I mean, he's he's a badass. and I mean, he plays guitar, he sings, he, uh, I and mean, he's a great drummer. Um, I'm proud of him, as you can imagine. And, uh, you know, he's a good-looking little kid. He looks like his mama. So he, uh, or maybe his <laughs> real daddy. Maybe, his, maybe he looks like his real dad, and I just don't know it. But, I, but I've paid for him, so I'm going to keep him. I, and, uh <laughs> Yeah, but he but he's it's it's I mean I get excited about it. I mean Van uh Eddie did it with Wolfgang and uh, there's just, I don't know a lot of rock bands that are consist of a father and son. And uh but when when uh when we play together in Roman, it's because he grew up playing with Roman. So the three of us lock in really tight.
0: The only comp I can make to this is Phil Collins' son played on the last like Genesis tour. That's pretty cool, as they did okay. farewell that's the only thing I can think of that
1: at all relates okay Pete, Pete, Townsend, Pete Townsend's son plays guitar with the who when they go
0: out right see it does happen and it's there's a there's a lineage there and for you guys man to have seen where he's grown I think the first time I saw him he might have been like 18 or 19 years old he was young when he first had that Nig- Nigel Dupree band right so he's like
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I mean it's, yeah. it's yeah, yeah, and he wrote, he wrote he wrote and recorded all every single song on that record
0: he's incredible it's, That's that's such got to be a great feeling. Uh, I got to ask you about this, Jesse. You guys grow up, Jackal. Everybody knows, Kennesaw, Georgia. When I was growing up and learning about Jackal, I'm like, that's some magical far off place. I live in Missouri. I don't know much about the South. Well, my grandma winds up moving to Jasper, Georgia, about 45 minutes north of you there. Just talk, Kennesaw, Georgia. Talk about kind of your upbringing, what it was like growing up there, and I've always wanted to know: Are you a Georgia Bulldogs
1: fan? Um. Well. I've been I've been to I've been to Georgia Bulldogs games. I I quit I quit watching football to be honest with you. Back when Kenny Stabler retired, I mean that's back whenever Joe Namath Joe Namath slept with Rock Hill Welch the night before he won the Super Bowl. That that to me is when when football players were for real, uh, and uh, and they'd be drunk all night and then go out there and smoke on the sideline. I thought that was a rock and roll era of football. But um, but as far as Kennesaw, you know Kennesaw, it's a mandatory law. That every household must own a gun, uh, in the little town I live in, and and while it might have been criticized by some, you know, people about the gun control stuff, you can't argue with the facts that our crime rate has not went up, you know, one percent in twenty years. Nobody's going to step into a house in Kennesaw because they they're liable to hear. <laughs> There's
0: a comfort <laughs> you hear, to
1: that. Yeah, you hear that twelve gauge rack up one time. You go, okay? I better go on d- back to my house. There's a real comfort to that. I, and that that kind of leads me to this is like you
0: being the way you are and everybody appreciates just kind of who you are as a person, who Jackal is, what you guys represent as a band, where you're from. But Jackal, you Jesse James Dupree nor Jackal has ever been attempted to be canceled yet. Is that do you take that as sort of a slap in the face like they've not come for you yet? How's that possible?
1: Uh you know, I mean, well we've never been the critics choice either. I mean, we just always kind of existed in our own universe and just for people that celebrate the fundamentals of rock and roll and um and i mean i really i don't know what they're going to come for with it all i mean with uh, they they start attacking what you know i'll leave it to bono or bruce springsteen to write a song that can cure cancer um you know we're just we're just trying to stimulate your glands but see
0: that's what i've always appreciated about music and that's where it loses me sometimes with i don't like anything holier than thou and so that's pretty much eliminated me from for many things these days, Jesse, it's a rough, it's a rough go of it. But that's why I appreciate people like yourself, people like Ted Nugent. I'm a big Ted guy; I can't help it. You like Ted?
1: I, I he just texted me a couple of days ago about I, cause he had heard the new song and was telling me it was a. Uh, he said onward and rockward. <laughs> did you guys ever tour together? Ever? Oh, I can't. Yeah. yeah. You have. You have. I. It's. We spent we spent two years on the road with the damn Yankees.
0: Oh right, yeah. Yeah, that was great. I love that yeah. Yankees album. You guys sort of exist as Jackal as sort of, um, you know, you don't do a lot of the package tours that have happened over the last 30 years. You don't do a lot of the Poison, the Rats. Do you guys have friends in the industry or you guys just like to fly it solo?
1: Well, I mean, we've been on shows. I mean, Stephen Piercey Piercy from Rats opening up for us uh, this weekend. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, that happens. But I mean, it, yeah, we've, we've not yet elected to really do any packages with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you I mean, do any
0: monsters of rock crews? Have you ever done one? Said, yet?
1: No, we, we've, we've been offered those, but we, we, we choose not to do them. Um, Just.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, you, you guys are, that's a good position to be though, is in control of your own Yeah. shows you do.
1: Yeah. We, uh. We kind of find our own pathway to stuff. I mean, we. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying we won't ever do a cruise, and I'm not saying we won't ever package. Just so thus far, we've chosen not to do it.
0: Yeah, it's understandable. I'll tell you this: um, I did not have on my bingo card this morning any connection with you and a future guest here on the show, which is Penelope Spears, the director of Wayne's World. Then I find out there that there is one. I can't believe that. Um, Gee said she like, kicked you guys off of the Beverly Hillbillies the movie you guys that were gonna do a song for her movie and she said no after playgirl
1: um I'm not aware of that but I mean I oh. but if she if she says it I don't know but I don't know <laughs> I don't know what uh what, why would that matter like, you know that? who yeah.
0: she you know who she is the director from
1: yeah yeah, yeah but I, 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 never heard that. I never heard that story but I like it
0: that's i i i mean i just like to go with these things if it falls in my lap but i mean you did the you did the playgirl uh, issue and somehow this offended her i guess
1: that's what i I, don't know you're telling me something that i didn't know so um but but uh, bless her heart i don't know i mean I mean, I, i don't know i i i uh that's a new one but that's uh, that, that's cool that you're doing an interview cuz she what she do she did a what was that damn movie she did um
0: she, decline of western civilization was the
1: yeah yeah, 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 that yeah, that, uh, that she, yeah, she did really great with that.
0: Well, the real reason I reached out to her, it's weird because she did the Little Rascals movie, and my uncle Carl was the original Alfalfa in the Our Gang uh series. Oh, wow, that,
1: how awesome is that? Yeah,
0: yeah, so like if you hear my name is Clint Switzer, if you watch any of the movies, they always call him Alfalfa, Switzer, or Switzer, depending on so yeah, she did that movie, and there's so there's a good connection there, but so yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know if you grew up watching that show at all, but
1: I I love the Beverly Hillbillies. But I I did. She make the movie Beverly Hillbillies. She made a movie about it.
0: Yeah, the whole story. There's like the whole this whole YouTube like rock and roll true stories, and it says that Jackal was due to play like the theme song, and that she balked. The director balked at this after you did Playgirl. That's what this. I guess you can't believe everything you hear, but I want to believe this one.
1: Maybe maybe you'll have to find out why, because I don't. I'm in. it's, it's a mystery that I'm
0: damn well going to unlock one of these days, Jesse, no doubt about it. Well, man, I tell you, with all you got coming up, we can't thank you enough for the time and can't wait to see what uh, the whole rest of this album sounds like, man, because I've got the single right here. Everybody's been checking it out. It's going nuts, man. Just on YouTube alone, it's already got like 50,000 views. It's going nuts. People are <laughs> scanning this QR code. We're going to get a trip to Daytona. I think it
1: should be me, man. What, what, try to win it yeah just, uh, you can tell, you can tell Penelope, Penelope when you speak to her you can tell her that I've got i got a daughter that now that she's grown up and she found out about Playgirl she cancelled me out too so
0: so you have been cancelled by someone it's just your own daughter I guess I <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I think it's a badge of honor man and just I, what I love about Jackal what I love about you your spirit your energy it sort of sets the tone for a lot of people the, a voice for the voiceless as I like to say about Ted Nugent I think that that goes for you as well so you've You've got that heat pressure on added on now with everything else that you got. You're that guy for a lot of people. Okay. So.
1: Well, I, pre- I appreciate you, and you're waving the flag of uh, rock and roll, so I appreciate you, and I hope to see you. We'll, uh, hopefully, we'll get to KC before the end of the year. You have to come out and see a rock show.
0: I uh, will do it. I always do. Jesse, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it, man, and best of luck going forward, buddy. Thank you. Craig it up. Thanks a lot.